0: Does your startup need to get a SOC 2 report to close big deals? Or do you already have a SOC 2 report and want to make it easier to maintain year after year? Vanta has built software that makes it easier to both get and renew your SOC 2. With Vanta, you avoid anxious auditor interviews, and you don't have to capture hundreds of screenshots proving that you are SOC 2 compliant to your auditor. Companies like Lattice, User Testing, and hundreds of others have successfully gotten their SOC 2 reports with Vanta. Equity listeners can redeem a thousand dollars off of Vanta subscription by visiting vanta.com/equity. That's vanta.com/equity. Hello, this is Alex, and you are listening to Equity Monday for September Fourteenth, Twenty Twenty. Kicking off this morning, Disrupt starts today, later today, in fact, just this morning. If you aren't coming, you are going to miss out. I am personally leading panels on how three former startups managed to reach 100 million ARR and another on the future of SATS with three of my favorite investors. It's going to be fun. Honestly, I think the show's come together really well. I- I'm proud of it. And uh, I didn't know what we were going to have by this time of the year, but hot damn, it's going to be good. Stocks are set to open higher this morning after a somewhat lackluster last week. If you didn't watch the stock market last week, it was kind of a mess. And so to see this much kind of morning enthusiasm bodes well for American tech companies if you care about such things. Also, according to TechCrunch, NVIDIA this morning confirmed that it intends to buy chip design giant Arm Holdings for a total of up to $40 billion from existing owner SoftBank, which bought the company for $32 billion in 2016. The boards of all three parties have approved the outline of the deal. This has been a long time coming. And if you care about chips, it's a big day. If you don't care about chips, it's still a big day because this deal really, really matters. And uh, also this morning, there's a bunch of confusing TikTok news to get into. So with that, uh, that's what's going on in my head this morning. So welcome back to the work week. Before we start, Equity is back on YouTube. You can check that out at youtube.com slash techrunch for clips from the show. And of course, follow Equity on Twitter at EquityPod. And with that, let's begin. Now, in pretty much any other weekend, the NVIDIA sale news would have been the the biggest story of the weekend. That's what we'd be focusing on. That would be the main thrust of the show. That would be, you know, the, the water cooler talk in Silicon Valley. But not this week because of TikTok. There was just so much TikTok drama over the weekend that we actually had to go through it in chronological order. So roll with me here. Yesterday, the 13th, it was broadly reported that Microsoft had lost out in its bid for TikTok leaving Oracle as the only bidder standing, and given that the sale had to go through on the US side or the app was going to be banned somehow, uh, it seemed like Oracle was going to win. According to the Wall Street Journal at the time, quote, Oracle is set to be announced as TikTok's trusted tech partner in the US, and the deal is likely not structured as an outright sale. Okay, fair enough, so maybe Oracle is going to get some stuff to run on its cloud and seem cool for the teens, fair enough. Uh, There was still regulatory stuff on the U.S. side to kind of work out uh, to make that happen. But then, super early this morning, in my times then at least, TechCrunch reported the following, and I quote, What a whirlwind of a Monday morning. Shortly after news broke that Microsoft is out of the picture in bidding for TikTok's U.S. operations, and rumors began circulating that Oracle is the winner, China's state broadcaster CGTN reported that ByteDance will not sell TikTok's U.S. operations to Microsoft or Oracle, citing sources. And then there was an article in the South China Morning Post that said that merely TikTok's algorithm, a key part of the social service, to be clear, is not for sale, but therefore perhaps the rest of the applications, the US operations were. Anyways, where does all of this leave us? Well, with a possibly partial combination of Oracle and TikTok, you know, operations under the threat from both the US and Chinese governments, I mean, what is the chance that that deal actually comes through? Normally, I would say none, but I didn't think Oracle was going to get this far, so I'm not going to go back out on a limb and start squawking. I will say, though, seeing two of the three global superpowers arguing over a social app popular with teens is not where I thought 2020 was going. Then again, when has 2020 made sense? Anyways, more on this on TechCrunch.com throughout the day. We're getting kind of down to the wire, and so this all has to kind of shake out sometime soon, so why not now? Two quick rounds this morning, starting with one from the insurance technology space. I dig insure tech. I've been covering a lot of companies that do insure tech this year because a lot of startups have been working in the space and a lot of VCs have been cutting checks. So it has been constantly coming up. So Descartes underwriting has raised $18.5 million, according to VentureBeat. The startup is an insurance tech outfit, unsurprisingly, and according to Crunchbase, is based in France and was founded back in 2019. Now, according to VentureBeat, which wrote about the round, Descartes underwriting uses, collects, and analyzes all sorts of data to help insurers kind of like understand risk. So I'm presuming that it brings kind of a tech layer to more, I don't know, old-fashioned insurance companies, which is pretty cool, frankly. InsurTech has been hot throughout all of 2020 with insurance tech marketplaces raising earlier this year. And of course, Lemonade, a neo-insurance provider, going public a couple of months ago. So not a surprise to see another InsurTech round this morning. And then there was Exometry, or maybe Zometry, not entirely sure, which put together a $75 million Series E. The startup provides, quote, an online marketplace where companies can find manufacturers across the world with excess capacity to build whatever they need, according to TechCrunch.com. T. Rowe Price led the investment with a couple of new partners, including Durable Capital Partners, LP, and Aeromark Partners. Essentially, this is a lot of late-stage money showing up all at once. And the kind of custom pieces that are facilitated by this platform, back to the TechCrunch article, include mechanical parts for aerospace, defense, automotive, robotics, and medical devices. My read here is that it's probably not the world's best time to be doing what exometry does, given the trade tensions between China and the US. But uh, that doesn't mean that supply chains are any less important or manufacturing is any less critical. So they are probably in a pretty interesting market position. At the same time, it's a global world. And so they're probably in high demand. So Exometry $75 million Series E. That's a big one. Now, briefly, before we wrap up, as it is disrupt day and there's news breaking as I record this, which I need to go check out and figure out what the hell is going on, it also kind of came out this weekend that Gojek and Grab may merge. According to the Financial Times, the SoftBank backed companies are again holding combination chats with the encouragement of their shared backer. Both Gojek and Grab, of course, have raised. Billions of dollars uh, have roots in ride hailing, and we're kind of part of the the big Uber era boom of money going into this sort of company. Now, 2020 has seen COVID-19 and its related travel restrictions undercut American ride hailing companies, Uber and Lyft. Uh, You've seen the earnings. You know what's going on. Their ride volumes have tumbled. So how severe of an impact Gojek and Grab have kind of taken on isn't really clear, but probably isn't good. According to the Financial Times, the new companies, which now offer kind of super apps, these apps that do a lot kind of inside of one application, are both trading at a discount to their formal private valuations. So it's not entirely clear actually what they will be worth as a combined company, something less than you would think, but also still quite a lot of money. They are very, very rich firms. And finally, uh, to close out the morning show with something a bit lighter than lots of late stage valuation chats and buyout shenanigans, a story from the American government. I was reading TechCrunch this morning uh, because that's how I start Mondays to kind of figure out what the hell happened over the last couple couple of days. The American government agency called the Customs and Border Protection, or CBP, managed to claim victory over what it described as a shipment of counterfeit AirPods, only they weren't counterfeit AirPods, they were just headphones made by OnePlus and not counterfeit at all, which is one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my entire life. And that was Equity Monday for September 14th, 2020. I will see you at Disrupt this week where we've put together a huge, great, entertaining and useful show. Uh, Before we finally sign off though, a big thanks to the TC events and sales and production teams who have worked incredibly hard over the last six months to pull Disrupt off. I am both thankful and very excited. All right, follow the show on Twitter at EquityPod and myself on Twitter at Alex. And we are back later this week.